Life Audio. felt like life has thrown so many obstacles and difficulties and trials in front of you. Maybe it's held you back by the traumas behind you. Whatever the case, there's so much going on that you feel like you can no longer move forward. Have you ever experienced that? Of course you have. We've all experienced that. We all know exactly what that's like. Some of you may be going through that right now. Others have recently come out of that. We know that if we live long enough, we're going to find ourselves there again. We, we can all relate to this idea or this understanding, this, this place in life where we sometimes find ourselves where there is so much going on, we become so overwhelmed that we decide it would be easier to just stay where we are. So when you find yourself in those moments having decided that it would be easier to stay where you are, how do you transition (laughs) to a place where you begin to move forward? We all want to move forward. We have a desire to move forward. We want to do better or move forward in our relationships, in our financial lives, in our relationship with God, our spiritual lives, in all the important areas of our life, we desire to move forward. That's a natural desire that all of us hold. But life gets in the way. And life can prevent us, certainly, from moving forward in a meaningful way. How do we march, if I can say it like this, putting one foot in front of the other when it would be easier to simply stay where we are and die, to put it into neutral, to just get by, to do the bare minimum, to hang on, to hope that somehow things will change? When we find ourselves there, when it would be easier to stay where we are and die, how do we March. That's what this show is all about. And today I want to do uh, a little bit of a retrospective. I want to go back, establish a groundwork or the groundwork and some foundations for this show. We've got some great new listeners, a lot of new listeners. We are now, for our podcast listeners, also on the radio, uh, KKLA in Los Angeles. We're very excited about that. So many good things happening, so many new folks coming into our audience. I wanted to take today and just go back. Talk about what it means when I say march or die. What is death? What is marching? How do we do that? Why do we do it? Why is it important? And why does this matter to me? We're going to talk about all of that when we begin in just a moment. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. 
Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. Whether you are listening for the very first time, maybe you're part of our new radio audience, maybe you have listened to all 135 previous episodes of this show. Whatever the case, I am very thankful to have you listening today. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, I do want to spend the next few minutes going back a little bit. I want to not reteach what I've already taught or talk about what we've already talked about, but I want to go back and, and really discuss just conceptually what this show is about and why it's called March or Die, what that means, why it is important to me, where that came from, tell you some things about myself that maybe I haven't talked about in a while, and uh, just kind of reintroduce the show to so many great folks. Again, if you have listened to uh, this show for quite a while. Thank you for listening. Please share this content out with others, and I hope that we can continue to see growth, and I'm looking forward to what will continue. We do have 135 other episodes of this show, some incredible conversations, great, great interviews. Uh, if you go back in the archive, <clears throat> you can find all of those uh, interviews, uh, solo conversations like this one where I just share principles and perspectives that have helped me and that I really pray will be a help to you. 135 episodes. You can find those. If you're listening on the radio, you can find those on the March or Die podcast. You, you can find that podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. Uh, March or Die, the March or Die show, you can find that there. But for everyone, the easiest place to find this content, other content that I'm involved in, and all the other things that I'm connected to is to just use my name and go to my website, jeremystalnecker.com, jeremystalnecker.com, J-E-R-E-M-Y-S-T-A-L-N-E-C-K-E-R, jeremystalnecker.com, and there you'll find a bio of myself, my family, uh, talking about where we came from and what we do and what we're involved in, uh, connections or links out to the organization that I'm a part of, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, which I'll talk about here in just a second as well as all of the social connections. My YouTube channel connects there uh, to jeremystalnicker.com. The blog that I write on regularly uh, is there as well. So many great topics that we've been able to discuss on the blog. And then this show, another podcast I'm involved with called The Situation Report is also there. So some great uh, information there. I would love for you to go there. There is an opportunity for you to sign up for my newsletter every Friday, just about every Friday, uh, send out a newsletter with either things that I've been thinking about, things that have been uh, important to me as I've discussed and thought and had conversations with others. Sometimes I include a blog that I've written or even a podcast that I have done or a podcast that I've listened to that's been helpful to me. My goal on that Friday is to drop some helpful information into one place for you. It will be in your inbox, so I'd love for you to sign up for that. You can do that on, again, Jeremy Stalnecker. Dot com And then follow me on social media. My Instagram is very active. Facebook is very active as well. Uh, not quite as active on Twitter. I'm trying to do better. But uh, every day putting content out that is intended to be a help to you. I am um, someone who appreciates po uh, politics. Uh, the show that I, the other show that I do, the other podcast I'm involved in, The Situation Report, we talk about cultural issues and often that becomes uh, political conversation. I follow political accounts on social media. Uh, I like to learn. I think we need to be connected and, and understand what's going on. But my, my socials are not that. Uh, I, it's not about partisan politics or anything like that. I sincerely want to help 
provide biblical perspectives on the world around us and be an encouragement and be a help and give you some tools that can be a help to you. So that's what you'll find on my social media. I'd love for you to connect there. And uh, use, use my name, Jeremy Stonlicker. You can find me on all of the social media platforms. Or, one more time, go back to jeremystonlicker.com and you can find everything there as well. So that's a good starting place. March or Die and the March or Die show, uh, it comes from a few different places. I want to talk about that briefly today. And then we'll talk about the principle behind March or Die. And uh, I want to leave you with some just some thoughts that can be helped to you this week. Next week, I've got a great uh, interview uh, coming up. Some folks actually connected to our organization, the Mighty Oaks um, um, uh, the Mighty Oaks Foundation. <laughs> We've had the Mighty Oaks Show. I almost said the Mighty Oaks Show. The Mighty Oaks Foundation um, and all of the work that we do at Mighty Oaks. I've got some great folks coming on to uh, deal with some life issues and help me address some topics that I think will be a help to you. So I'd encourage you to come back next week and find that. Uh, but this week, really just want to give you some perspectives and some thoughts. March or die. Again, if you've listened to me, you know what this is about, and I don't want to bore you all over again, but I do want to remind you. That life can be very difficult. That life, we, we hope and we believe that it's going to be more positive than negative, and maybe the average of your life, it's more positive than negative. But even as Christians, the Bible tells us that there will be difficulties. There will be trials in our lives. We should expect those. In fact, we shouldn't think that there's anything strange going on when we do come into a time of trial or a time of difficulty. That's just a part of life. And for those that are trying to live meaningful lives and trying to live lives of purpose and uh, trying to make a difference in the world that we live in, there are going to be times where the obstacles in front of us, the traumas behind us, the trials, the, the hurt that comes from sometimes those relationships that we're involved in, it can all become so overwhelming that we just want to stay where we are. When I use the phrase march or die, when I say die, I'm not talking about a physical death. Uh, there are people who, because of the obstacles in front of them, die a physical death. That's not what I'm talking about, though. I'm talking about uh, that spiritual and emotional and relational death that takes place. The death that happens inside of us. When we look at those obstacles and we look at those difficulties and we look at the stuff maybe that we've had to fight through, and, and the exhaustion that comes from just getting to where we are, and we conclude that we need to just stop, that it would be easier to stay where we are, to kick it into neutral, to just get by, to go to work, to do the bare minimum, to do the bare minimum in our relationships, to hang on financially, to do the, the best that we can where we are without exerting too much because we've already tried so hard and we're overwhelmed. To me, that's death. It's amazing how many people are physically alive in that they're, they're breathing air, they look from the outside like they're doing exactly what they're supposed to do, and they're putting up a good front, but they know that on the inside, there's nothing happening. You see, life is when we take one faith-filled step after another. Life happens not simply when we're breathing or physically moving around and doing the things that we need to do. Life happens when we take one faith-filled step. Don't miss that. One faith-filled step. The next 
faith-filled step. Faith-filled in that we are looking to God who is outside of our time and our space and our situation, who promises that He'll bless us and that He'll do good things in our lives if we'll trust Him. Faith-filled, confidence in Him, focused on Him instead of the circumstance of our life, taking the next step. And then taking the one after that, the next faith-filled step. It's doing that again and again and again. That's life. Life is not staying where you are, allowing the enemy in front of you to get the victory. Life is saying, I don't know exactly where I'm going to end up. I don't know exactly how all of this is going to work out. But I'm going to trust God for the next step. I've said this so often, but I love the analogy of marching. Because when you march, you know you're going over there. (laughs) You may not know exactly where you're going to end up. And that's okay. But you have a direction. And on top of that direction, you know that if you just put one foot in front of the other and repeat that again and again and again, eventually you'll get to where you need to be. It's not about having it all figured out. It's not about understanding exactly how everything works. It's not even, frankly, about having an entirely clear mind, having that clarity that allows you to push beyond the difficulty. It's simply making a commitment to take the next step. That's marching. And really, that's what life is all about. I love the passage, and I go back to it often in Hebrews chapter 12, where we're told to lay aside the weight and the sin which besets us and run with patience the race before us. What is running? Well, like marching. It's just putting one foot in front of the other. It's continuing on. And the Bible says that we should do it with patience. It's an endurance event, life is. One faith-filled step after another. That's the concept of march or die. Are you going to stay where you are and die? Or will you march? Now, a lot of people, when I talk about this, believe that that's not a decision we make. That being overwhelmed or overcome by our circumstance, staying where we are and dying, is something that happens to us, not a decision that we make. But what we have to understand is that in life, we really are the sum total of our decisions. That success in life does not come to the perfect, it comes to the persistent. To the person who refuses to quit, refuses to give up. You don't have to be perfect, you just need to be persistent, continuing forward. But that's a decision that you make. It's a decision to continue moving. A decision to continue trusting. A decision to continue having faith in a God who understands the beginning from the end, who sees your life laid out, as it were, on a timeline. He knows where you're going to end up and all that's going to happen and what He wants to do through you. It's trusting Him and continuing on. It's making that decision. Deciding that in spite of how I feel, what I see, what I perceive, what others are saying... I'm going to take the next step. The organization that I work for, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, and again, if you listen to this podcast often or listen to this show often, uh, you've heard me talk about this, but the Mighty Oaks Foundation, uh, again, you can link out to that on my website, jeremystonlicker.com. 
you go to our website, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, and you can find that we work with veterans, active duty service members, first responders, and spouses. And what we do is we address trauma. Sometimes it's combat trauma or trauma related to service in the first responder community. Often it's trauma related to life that's brought into those vocations. But it's a trauma that has caused people who are dealing with that trauma to stop moving forward. We address trauma from a biblical perspective. We ask the question, what does the Bible say about difficulties and how does the Bible instruct us to move forward? We acknowledge that when difficulties come, when traumas enter our life, uh, it, it will happen. We won't get over it. We won't forget it. But we can move forward in spite of it. In fact, we can learn from our trauma. We can learn from our hurts and from our pain. We can learn to uh, not only move forward personally in spite of that, but utilize it or leverage it for the help of others. We can allow others to benefit from our own experience if we'll keep moving forward. What we learn is that we're not victims. We're not survivors. We may have survived, and we may have had something horrible come into our lives, but we won't be defined by that. Instead, we'll move forward in a purposeful way. In our program, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, we help men and women thousands every year we have locations across the country and we'll bring folks to one of those locations and we spend a week talking about this what is trauma what does it look like but more importantly how do we move forward into the life that god created us to live because that's the important message it's moving forward into the life that god created us to live we talk about that and what we've seen is that when people get a hold of the fact that They don't have to allow their past or their present circumstance to define them. That they can decide to move forward in spite of what may have happened to them. That they can make different choices. That they can understand that God uh, cares for them. That He created them. That He gave them purpose and design. And they can move into that. When folks begin to understand that, whatever has happened in their life is still a part of their life. But as I just said, they're no longer defined by that. We've seen marriages put back together, homes restored, broken individuals finding that newness of life that the Bible speaks about. It's not magic. It's just turning from myself and turning from my situation and turning from my circumstance and turning from my traumas and turning to a God who is bigger than all of it. I've been a part of the Mighty Oaks Foundation since 2012, and I've seen thousands of men and women find this restoration that comes when we finally align our lives to the lives that God created us to live. As I've watched that, I have understood that so much of life comes down to a decision. That there are so many people who have given so much. They've served our country or are serving our country or our communities. They've done hard things. They've dealt with overwhelming situations. And yet because of circumstances often outside of their control, they are effectively, even though they're breathing air and living life, they're effectively dead. Where there was once hope, There is hopelessness and despair. Where once there was purpose, there was only confusion. There's no real living 
They're simply hanging on. And yet, again, thousands of men and women, we've seen this happen in, in their lives, when they turn from their circumstance and their environment and understand what God has done for them and is doing for them, they begin one step at a time to march, putting one foot in front of the other. It's a miracle. But it's a miracle that happens when a decision is made. So often people have asked us, you do in five days through your program what so many uh, long-term inpatient programs can't do in months. What's the difference? What do you do? What we do is work as hard as we can to back people into a corner (laughs) in a good way where they have to decide. And once the decision is made, it's amazing how many other things come in line, how many other things change. They decide that even though it may be easier or more comfortable to stay where they are and die, they decide that one foot in front of the other, one faith-filled step after another, they're going to march. And it's a miracle. I served in the United States Marine Corps. I was part of the 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, and the initial invasion into Iraq. In fact, um, in uh, March of 2003, 1-5, 1st Battalion, 5th Marines, my battalion breached the berm on the center axis of advance from Kuwait into Iraq. We were the 1st Marine Infantry Battalion into Iraq. Made our way to Baghdad, and, and so many crazy things, as you can imagine, happened. And I tell these stories, and I've written about these stories. Uh, I have a book called March or Die, and I've written about a lot of this. But one of the events that took place, and I won't tell the whole story, again, 135 episodes. I would encourage you, if you're just starting uh, to follow along with this show, go back to the beginning. You can hear the stories. But we, on our road march to Baghdad, hit a bridge and found ourselves ambushed and temporarily overwhelmed by an enemy we didn't expect. We got into a very bad situation. I was uh, in what in the military we call being on the X. We were in a pre-planned target that the enemy had all set up, and there we were. And at that moment, what became clear to me is that we could stay where we were and fight, but we would die because the enemy would be overwhelming. Or we could just get off the X. We could just simply put one foot in front of the other and march. We did exactly that. We got off the X. We marched, got to a better position. We dealt with the enemy. We fought through that. And that experience, and again, I've told the whole story many, many times, and you can find that earlier podcast. You can go to the book, March or Die. But that experience is something that I've thought about thousands of times over the years, 20 years thousands of times. And as I reflect on that, what I understand is that that's how life works. There's always an enemy. And it's when you're moving forward, doing your best, that you find yourself on the X. Maybe you put yourself there because of bad decisions. Maybe you're there because of the bad decisions of of others. Maybe it's no one's fault in particular, but here you are. Regardless of how you got there, You now need to decide what happens next. Will you stay where you are and die? Or will you 
March. That's where the phrase comes from, and that's what I have on my mind so often. And as I look at life and understand life, and uh, again, having talked to and heard the testimonies of thousands of men and women who have struggled so so deeply, uh, so bad with trauma and crazy, crazy life situations, what I've come to understand is it can be very hard. You might need a lot of help. <laughs> You certainly need to understand what a relationship with God looks like, but all of this comes down to simply making a decision to move forward. I have four kids, two adult kids and two teenage kids, and people have often asked, what is your goal in parenting? What are you trying to accomplish as you raise your kids? I've reflected on this a lot as my older kids have moved away and my younger kids are getting older. You know what my goal is? My goal is, and I haven't always been able to articulate it this way, but my goal for my kids as their parent, as their dad, is to equip them so that when life gets difficult and things become overwhelming, they'll not only know what to do, that is to march, but they'll know how to do it. The principles, the perspectives, and the tools they need to march forward one step at a time when it would be easier to stay where they are and die. And my goal for this show is exactly the same. To give you the perspectives, the principles, and the tools you need to march when it would be easier to stay where you are and die. For those of you that are just joining our audience, thank you so much for joining. I hope that you'll listen next week. If you're listening on the radio, go to the podcast. You can find, again, the March or Die podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. And I would love for everyone listening to subscribe. That helps me. That helps you. And that allows us to produce more content. But all of this is designed to help you. I've learned so many things through my own failures and struggles and conversations with others. <laughs> I'd love to share with you to redeem some of that. And uh, I hope this will be a help to you next week. We'll have a great conversation with, uh, I've got a lot of great conversations lined up in the next several weeks with folks that really know what it is to deal with the difficulty, to face that decision, and to decide to march. I appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening. And I look forward to talking to you Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Feeling stressed? 
let's take better care of you. I'm Bonnie Gray, the host of Breathe, the Stress Less Podcast. Subscribe at lifeaudio.com.